0: Hey there, folks! The Sprocket Podcast recently was honored to be part of the Portland Podcast Festival, put on by Fun Employment Radios, Greg and Sarah, and uh, by Jason Lamb of Minority Retort here in town. And uh, boy, what a great time! So we got all of the audio that we that we produced while we were up there on stage, and a little bit of kind of what happened backstage before and backstage after so wanted to share this with you thanks again for everybody who gave us the vote and allowed us to be part of this thing it was super fun and uh yeah we appreciate you guys and thanks for letting us do it all right here it comes our appearance at the portland podcast festival 2018
1: all right hello everyone once again welcome to the portland podcast festival so you you
2: Yeah, so you just (laughs) heard minority retort. Now, as we kind of described this, it's almost like a Whitman sampler. of podcasts all over Portland.
1: So every show is going to be doing 20 minutes, and then there'll usually, we got to catch up on some time, there'll usually be a 10-minute break in between each podcast. The, show, the two stages are staggered, so you can always go over to the other one. You can always be watching podcasts if you want to, or take 10 minutes and grab a drink, grab a Not Your Mother's Iced Tea or Not Your Father's Mountain Ale. This is the Mountain Ale stage, and uh, talk to some other podcasters, network, do all of that. We have a wide variety of podcasts tonight, and I think it's time to bring on our next one.
2: I think they might be the most dapperly dressed I believe tonight
1: one of them they're they, dapperly they dressed to win and one also humble bragged that he rode his bike here in the rain
2: they're bike guys so of course they can't not ride their bikes in the rain to do their show
1: <laughs> exactly let's <laughs> hand it off it is the sprocket podcast there it is all right
0: <laughs>
2: Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. My name is Guthrie Straw.
1: And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia.
2: I'm Brock Dittus, and uh, we bring you
0: irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way.
1: Covering bicycling, trains, transit, simpler living, adventures, and life hacks. And today, doing it live.
0: That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good to see you all here. Uh, how about Minority rhetoric? Good people. Yes. Good people, good stuff. Uh, it's, it's really cool to see you all here. Happy Portland Podcast Festival. Also got to thank Jason Lamb, the sole founder of the Portland Podcast Festival. Really appreciate all the hard work that he's... I'm just kidding. Thank you to everybody, including Fun Employment Radio, Greg and Sarah, and all the volunteers. Any volunteers out there
1: right now? Volunteers! Yes. Thank you, all three yeah. of
0: you. You see somebody doing something, tell them thanks. That's yeah. uh, that's that's 20 minutes, right? Uh, I think we're done. All right, okay. we're done. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, everybody's favorite topic. Uh, nothing a bicyclist likes more than riding in the rain. The
1: rain yeah. here in Portland is it's, more often than not.
0: It's true. Yeah, so uh, I didn't even change out of my rain boots tonight. Oh, I, yeah. Um, I... <laughs> Every, these two guys are wearing classy shoes, and I, I still have the boots. So. Yes, but our, our shoes are wet, you see. Well, that's true. Mine As were we, wet, and they have evaporated dry. I have warm, <laughs> toasty feet. Um, I was
1: lucky enough to purchase some waterproof socks. Water? It, wait,
0: so waterproof socks. How does that yes. work?
1: It's like neoprene, essentially. It's like a,
0: they, uh, like yeah. a
2: wetsuit?
1: For your feet. Okay.
2: Perfect. <laughs> uh, Guthrie, how do you keep dry? I... Dress up completely in rain gear and hope for the best. Uh, but it's the, that's the trouble with rain gear is it has these holes where you stick your arms and your legs. Um, and after about 10 minutes, no matter what, it seems to equal out about the same. Rain gear would be
0: perfect if it was just like a big tube that you just s- climb into. And, and, yeah, if yeah. anybody
2: wants to invent a rain suit, uh, I would line up for that. That's right. How many of you out
0: there uh, bicycle uh, on a semi-regular basis? Maybe once a week, maybe every day? Yeah. yeah. How many We're of you at, ride right? in the rain? There yeah, we go, we got just a few. Just have, a hearty few. How, how I many? think those are
1: redundant questions, by the way. <laughs> in this city, anyways. It's a redundant question.
0: It's true. You live in Portland, you will ride you in the rain. You will
1: ride in the rain, whether you like it or not. And you're eventually going to like it, because otherwise you'll just stop riding altogether.
0: That, that's the state of things, yeah. So I'm curious, for both of you, uh, what, what's your rain setup? How do you keep from being completely miserable?
1: I'm... Um, I don't think you could ever really keep from being completely miserable other than just to continue riding, in all honesty. Like, there's... I haven't found a, a magical setup. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a really nice rain jacket. Um, I use uh, what are called uh, rain mates or, or rain legs, which mm-hmm. cover the front part, which is really only the only part that really gets wet when you're riding. Uh, Depending on how
0: hard it's raining. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, or how sometime, long you're out or there. Or like
1: how much spray from semis are coming at you.
2: Yeah, rain chaps. It's like, yeah, just over the front. Do you use those, Guthrie, or is it just uh, full pant for you? Just uh, full pants, full jacket. Yeah. I used to try to get good rain gear, and then I crashed often enough that I found it ended up with holes anyhow. Um, so now I just buy cheap rain gear and buy it every now and then. <laughs> so every couple of weeks, just a like new yeah, rain jacket. You know, I'm, I'm still on my... First set for this week, so we're we're doing pretty good. I, Not I think
1: on some level, it doesn't matter how expensive or how how good your rain gear is. Um, you get a hard enough rain like we do in well December, January, um, it's going to go through regardless, one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've uh, been a huge
0: fan of merino wool, and uh, yeah. merino wool, it's not like regular wool. Uh, regular wool is kind of famously scratchy. It's not very comfortable. Uh, nobody likes wearing it, I guess, or maybe they do. But uh, merino is super soft, and it tends to dry out very well. It, it helps move the moisture off of my skin. Um, I think the worst part about being wet on the outside is that you're also becoming wet on the inside of your rain gear as you, as you yes. sweat. And as you continue to, uh, to, to exude moisture from your pores, that, that kind of gets stuck on the inside. So the couple, the couple of times that I have gone out in my raincoat and a short sleeve shirt, I find that all the heat like, just transmutes directly through the sleeve and all the Ooh, way out.
1: Yep. So it's the cyclist's dilemma, whether you get wet from outside or from inside. Yes, uh, the layer game. Yeah, you're either going to sweat too much or you're going to get soaked. Uh, yeah, uh, but
2: either, either way, you're going to have some fun.
1: Right, it, yeah. Regardless, I think, um, just just continue writing. And I'll, I'm just going to keep coming back to that one line.
0: Yeah, well, I, I find that the, the longer I am in motion, the warmer I get. So even if I am damp, I'm not cold and miserable yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the gloves are the other part. Finding a good set of gloves that will keep your hands warm. Um, you have, you have so neoprene gloves, So normally I too, wouldn't right?
1: do a product placement... <laughs> on the podcast and I definitely shouldn't do a product placement here live on stage however I just got some brand new gloves for my birthday earlier last month and uh, these
0: happy birthday
1: oh thank you um uh, these gloves from showers past they're really thin and really pliable um one of the things I hate with with rain gloves is you lose all that dexterity in your fingers you mm-hmm. can no longer turn the key for your lock um Things like that. Uh, these are pretty form-fitting and really light, and yet so waterproof. Like, more waterproof than the, like, $80, $90 gloves I got a couple years ago.
0: Can you, either of you, think of a time when you were just miserable because of the wet?
2: <laughs> uh... Yeah, most some of the time I don't know. Like the the more rainy it gets, uh, I hit like a point, and then I start taking rain gear back off because I figure like I'd rather be wet than wet and like super sweaty. Uh, so some of these days here, I like start out with a full set, and then I end up just in regular clothes because you're 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 wet anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being really miserably wet, there's. There's a certain point that after misery comes ecstasy. (laughs) We were talking about this earlier today, just just on our own. Um, You know, we did this tour um, going down through Big Sur and just getting plummeted, or just rain plummeting down on us um, right outside of Monterey. Um, And then coming up these hills, and we eventually pulled off, but... uh, After a while, we got so soaked, we just didn't care. And after, like, I don't know, maybe it's like the stages of grief, like, you're fighting it, you're angry, you you come to accept it. And then after acceptance, like, we were like, wow, this is great. It's pouring down rain, and we're done so, like, 60 miles today.
0: Is bargaining in there somewhere, too?
1: What's that? Yeah, (laughs) bargaining. No, there is. Yeah, Yeah, like, please, whatever is up there.
0: Yeah, uh, I was on that trip with you, as was my wife Adele, who's out there, and um, I remember we had spent the night at, it was a friend of your brother's, right? Yes. And he was, a friend of your brother's from the military? Correct. And so he was like, yeah, you can stay at my house, but it turned out the place we could stay, it was like a studio apartment with a porch.
1: He did not realize, like, you know, I don't know, just how how much stuff we had, or or just... The, the, just the space people. limitation. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we're we're out there, and we come up to his apartment. We're like, oh, it's gonna be so nice to be indoors and dry and out of the rain. And um, we go in, and it's like a studio apartment with a little kitchenette. And it's so big like two thirds bed. of
1: it. Yeah, two thirds of it is his bed. Right. He's and got like a queen size bed in there.
0: So we look out on the uh, on the porch, and that's where we're gonna set up our tent and roll out our bedrolls and sleep on this porch all night. Um, so we have a, it's like a two and a half person tent, right? Yes. It's like, Or like, if you're really friendly, maybe you could fit three. You and I aren't that friendly.
1: Right. It's also worth mentioning that his his uh, apartment was in this house that was facing a cliff. Or right. the, re- the rear part of it was this cliff. And it's a great view of, of Monterey. And didn't you sleep on but, the outside? Yeah. So Aaron's <laughs> right next to
0: like this big precipice and it drops off to like, I don't know, 75 feet below. And so all night, we're sleeping, like, I don't know. Like, I think the ground and dirt is a little bit more pliable than a wooden deck. And so we're, like, trying to be comfortable laying on this deck in a tent uh, on this guy's porch. Also
1: trying not to touch each other while we're sleeping. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, that was the day after that that we just got poured on. And, yeah, I can't say enough about having, like, wool socks for me is the thing that keeps my feet feeling okay, even if they're soaked. Yeah. So, anyways, Guthrie, are you? um, Do you have an experience where, like, maybe did you start thinking it wasn't going to be as bad as it was?
2: Yeah, I, I think I feel like I always start that way because that's the that's the game you play, right? Is you're trying to get to a place. I mean, especially around Portland, because things are relatively close by to each other. And so with that, um, you, you kind of like play this mind game with yourself of, will I get there before I get too wet for being comfortable, ah. or can I just yes. get there and then worry about it later? Um, and I've definitely been caught out a time or two with that. And so, yeah, another similar touring story out towards the coast there, um, just south of Tillamook, happened to play that game wrong and uh, have not the great three days, four days it took me to dry out my stuff because... Um, on the coast, it tends to do that quite a bit. And so when you're wet and you're touring, uh, you tend to stay in that state until there's a big change in the weather. Uh, but around Portland, I would say I haven't been caught out too much, uh, although I certainly have misjudged it at, yes. from time to time.
1: There are times, there's there's also the the sort of the, the roll of the dice that you have before you leave for a place. Mm-hmm. We're like, should I put the rain pants? Do I need the full pants? Do I just... Get away with chaps? Do you maybe like, a light jacket? Do
2: you like tempting it? You're like, you know what, I'm just going to oh, not yeah. bring
1: my stuff today. Yeah, I'm not going to need the rain pants today. Yeah. We'll be all right. You've got to roll the dice. <laughs> today, for example, I, I didn't bring the rain pants. <laughs> that was really not a good gamble.
0: The immutable law of rain gear is that when you need it, it's not on. And when you have it on, you don't need it. I think that's that's what i found to be universally true.
2: Have uh, Have either of you ever carried an umbrella when cycling? Like, when you're just getting into it? I've never done that before, no. Have you? I haven't, but I want to give it a try because I've seen some pretty, like... Good in umbrellas that you could sort of like pop over yourself and then ride. Uh, but I, I think it would need one of those like four-person bicycles. And then maybe I'd do the pedaling and somebody <laughs> right. else could do the steering. Someone
1: else has got the... Exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, you just uh, you get, you get a little tired playing the rain gear game this time of year. I'm, I'm, that's not to complain, but to just state how rainy it is here at times. It's okay
0: to complain if you want to. Oh, yeah.
2: It, it, it's rainy in Portland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it doesn't.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that there's a potential for an umbrella bicycling market, perhaps.
1: Sure, like a... You, you um, heard it here first. <laughs> a handlebar-mounted umbrella. Exactly,
2: exactly. Like a recumbent, but, but um, not as low to the ground. Right. I remember on uh, the website
0: BikePortland.org, they're a local bike news website here in town, and uh, many years back, if somebody knows it...
2: Nice. I got the one person Portland in the crowd, Mike Portland. Yeah. Portland. It's good stuff. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> but uh, there was an article like 10 years ago now about a guy who had fashioned out of a shower curtain. He found this, sh- uh, this translucent shower curtain, and uh, he got some PVC pipe, and he made a big framework over his bike. And then he just stretched this translucent shower curtain over it, so he had this little pod that oh, was yeah. just attached was this to the frame. pre or post-Kickstarter? Uh, this was pre-Kickstarter, okay. I think. So yeah, it's still so,
2: out there. It could happen.
0: Right, right. It, it could become commercially available. Or you could go to the Home Depot and just grab a bunch of PVC uh, <laughs> pipe. But I, I, was, I was intrigued, and I also wondered, like, does that work without some sort of a windshield wiper? Because mm. I don't think there was one. And maybe I, did Rain-X, he, anybody? Did he, I
1: was going to say, did he treat it with Rain-X?
0: I don't know. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, one thing I, I want to mention, Guthrie, you don't wear glasses.
2: I don't, no. I'm very fortunate Lucky in that you. respect. <laughs> yeah, well, um, judging on my parents, I would say give it about five years, and then I'll, I will be joining you.
1: Okay. So, Brock, what do you do when it rains and you're riding with glasses? Because I imagine you got to ride with glasses, right?
0: Well, first I say, shit. <laughs> and then... I I usually, I find that I have a helmet that has a visor over the front. And if I kind of like head down just so I can see like what's coming, but not so that the rain can get to it. one of these
1: things going on.
0: Right, either that or if I choose not to wear a helmet like a a baseball cap or something like that. But finding a way to, kind of a coverage, like a a, a little shelter for your eyes and your eyewear. Um, But generally I do what everyone tells you you should do. I wipe the glasses with my hand. Right. It works as the best thing to do, with, right? With your gloved hand. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one, same one I wipe my nose on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do?
1: Uh, well, it's, it's very similar. Yeah, first I say shit. <laughs> um, no, I, I always, I have my Velocult cycling cap that I always, that I essentially live in. Um, eh, usually about February, the, the bill of the cap is like permanently soaked. Mm. It's like always going to be damp up until like June. The growing cultures. Yeah, I'm sure okay. that yeah. like we could probably get a like yeast sample out of it and maybe turn a beer out of it. That's yeah. Did anybody ever have that beard? <laughs> Someone's uh, beard like
0: oh, beard gross. beer from a rogue. Rogue made a beer that uh, their head brewer had been working around beer for years, and so they took yeast from the man's beard. They cloned it so it wouldn't be gross. And then they made beer out of
2: it. Sounds like, sounds like something Rogue would come up with. Yeah, but we should, the next thing is the, uh, the cycling, cycling cap beer. beer. Yeah, yes. exactly. You heard
1: it here first. <laughs> so if anyone else makes one, and it doesn't have our name on it, it's, uh, they're liars. You've already
2: got the Cult thing going on, so you could just tag, tag up with the bike shop, and you'd be good to go. <laughs>
0: That's right. Now, if only we were aware of a brewery that did some sort of flavored mm. beer...
1: Well, I, I hear there there is a brewery on Southeast Division in Twelve. <laughs>
0: Maybe a place to get microbrews. We oh, do yes, love it's the not a brewery. I guess. Yeah, they great. do have
1: all the right breweries. It's so. true. I yes. was thinking
0: of not your father, not your father's cycling cap. I think might be the,
1: <laughs> yes. might be the next
0: <laughs> the next big thing. Has anybody got one of those mountain ales out there? Things yeah. 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 It, look at that! It looks exactly like a certain brand name product that we won't. Oh, wait, are nearby. they serving
1: it in a mason jar? Rad. <laughs> oh, no, it's just a cup. Okay. Oh, that, that's a good-looking, yeah.
0: It's the best-looking mason jar I've ever seen. <laughs> now, I had one of those after I heard about it on Fun Employment Radio. I was like, I can't wait for the festival. I've got to try it now. And that stuff tastes surprisingly like that big-name product that I won't mention. But it's really good. Um, I hear they do have yellow number five, which I've heard is the healthiest of all the yellows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, one thing that I think of about riding in the rain is the critical mistake that I've always made is, again, I think you mentioned it earlier, Guthrie, is kind of like, do I need it or not? And just leaving the gear at home, because like sometimes it doesn't feel good to bring a big bag. I'd rather have a lighter ride and just like zip in and get it done with. Um, a couple of years ago, I lived out in like outer southeast Portland, like Lentz, um, before they tore down the new Copper Penny. And uh, that was a 14-mile ride to work, and so I would do that some days. And the problem with a ride that long is that eventually, like, you know, it, it starts as a clear day. You go out, and you're like, I can see blue sky. It's, it's like right over there. Yeah. And then about 30 minutes in, the big thundercloud rolls in, and it's like, all right, time to open up the floodgates. And that's when, that's when I would get just covered. So I was wearing my merino wool, but wool without a windbreak or a rain jacket or something in the rain, doesn't really accomplish like it's very permeable so um wearing my favorite sneakers my sockoni jazz sneakers uh, i would uh, i would be pedaling uh, pedaling my heart away and you know it only takes about five minutes in a strong downpour to actually feel like i'm no longer wearing shoes i am now just oh, no. waiting in the yeah. river yeah, and didn't help that my commute was on Marine Drive. It's a beautiful bike path. It's really, really scenic. But that's where there's no buildings or trees or anything else to cut the wind. So I was riding into the wind, head down, just trying to get there. And, and then showing up at work and realizing I didn't bring anything to change into. Uh, fortunately, I, I work a driving job, and so like, I just crank on the... Um, the lower, like the foot heater, and turn up all the... Usually I've found that on a day when I make that critical mistake, I am doing, I would say, about half an hour in the vehicle before my shoes start to feel okay again. Uh, But it's definitely not the thing that I would prefer. So that brings
1: up the the sort of um, the destination rain gear issue. Mm -hmm. And that is, like, you know, say you're just going on a ride go in to grab like a, bur- a burrito or something. When you get to your destination, like now you have to strip off all your rain gear and where do you put it? Uh,
2: in the bag. <laughs>
1: in the bag? You just you just shove it all wet in the bag and like let it sit there. It's, it's a
2: waterproof bag, yeah. these things get along. No,
1: it is It is always kind of a weird thing. You know, even if you, you could go to like a, you know, um, just uh, your standard burrito joint or you could go to like a nicer restaurant. It doesn't matter. Like I always feel like I've uh, I don't know, like I'm some kind of street urchin coming in. <laughs> it's like mm. like oh I just came in from the rain and you know, to be fair, we are. We are street urchins in a way, yes. <laughs> but we dress <laughs> but... to impress, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll mention I made everybody dress this way, by the way. Um, something about being on stage, I felt like I had to get dressed up for this. We don't actually podcast in Ties and shirts like this. We don't? No, we do not. I guess... I I could say yes, and no one's really going to know the difference, right? (laughs) Also,
0: we're not wearing pants.
1: We usually don't wear pants. Suited for rain.
0: (laughs) Uh, Actually, all the tie... Every tie on stage right now belongs to this
1: guy. Oh, (laughs) that's right. Guys, we got to wear shirts and ties... Well, we don't have ties, Aaron. You're the only one who actually, yeah. So, and apparently, all my ties are red.
2: True. It's a good color. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, No, I think the the biggest thing that we have to take away from tonight is that there are many flavors of beer that could be extracted from rain gear. I think that's (laughs) it. Oh, well, I, thank you so much for having us, guys. It's uh, great to see you all. Great to have you here. Happy Portland Podcast Festival. And I am wishing you and everybody else the best. Next up, uh, included in the lineup, is uh, one of our favorite people on one wheel uh, here in this town. And uh, you're going to meet him in just a little bit. But uh, Portland of the Movies is coming up next. So if you want to find us on the Internet, it's Sprocketpodcast.com. And uh, we're also in all the major media outlets. You can, you can download At the pod. Sprocket
1: Podcast. When, when do we tune in? When do, wait, yeah, wait, wait, when, wait. when
0: do people tune in to listen to us?
1: Uh, what station are you on?
0: That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If I don't have iTunes, how do I listen to your show?
0: Exactly. There's no way. <laughs> but yeah.
1: I, I also want to mention that while the Unipiper is on the other podcast, we had him on our show first.
0: That is true. Yeah, if you'd like to hear the unipiper talk about the art and craft of unipiping, uh, we did talk to him a couple of years ago now. But yeah, yeah. Again, thesprocketpodcast.com. So, all right. How are we doing, Kenny? Have a good night. Thank you. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Thanks. Awesome.
1: Thanks for having us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mark?
0: It great? Yeah. It's good to meet you in person. You too. guys are so great. I was talking to Todd upstairs. He's, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Looking forward to this time. Good luck, leg.
1: You guys did great. Thanks, man. Up top. Whew. Oh, good job. oh nice Mark. Job, <laughs> thanks,
0: man. Thanks for having job, us. Thanks for, for helping us out. Whew. How are you feeling?
1: Time for a drink. Be-
0: before before we go out, should we give yeah, a little yeah. recap of like Sure,
1: sure. Oh, like... Shit. Oh, we did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, so, it was <laughs> both... It was <laughs> both... <laughs> Longer than I thought it was, and over and over before I yeah. thought it was. <laughs> Honestly, like when you started wrapping it up, I was yeah. like, "Is it time yet?" Like I left haven't left. seen <laughs> anyone come like us. Yeah. yeah, I was just yeah. glued
2: to the clock because so I had a nice left look. You it. At- you, uh, uh, you could yeah. see it easily. All yeah. right. <laughs>
1: Oh. I looked over once and saw like only 10 minutes yeah, went by, right. and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not looking at it's this like, thing again.
2: That's like the, the work conundrum where you're like, I fucking swear it's been an hour. <laughs> exactly, already. yeah. Oh, no, it's I been remember. Like 13 minutes. Yeah,
0: like the first time I looked at the clock, it was like, you know, 33. Like we went on for
2: three minutes. It feels like, oh man, you
0: know,
2: how long do I <laughs> have to do this? Yeah, Ringer all of a sudden It seemed like a really long topic to talk about. Right, nice. <laughs>
1: there was a point where I consciously made a decision. And it didn't quite work out very well um, in reality, but in my head, I was like, "I am going to speak really slowly, and I'm going to pause more. <laughs> we are talking way too fast, and this is we're going to run out of material." You, yeah, but usually, then, we go like an hour fifteen, right? Right. It's like we don't have enough time. <laughs> an hour and fifteen like <laughs> always goes by so fast. How did twenty How right. did twenty minutes become a drag? Well, you know, audience
2: feedback is one thing. as I'm like. Are they, they're just
0: out yeah, there are just they looking at us. Are yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You're like,
1: Shh,
2: It's hard to be purposefully entertaining. Yeah. Well, you know how like they it say. Like, come if you just forget about it. Right, right,
0: right. You know how they say that, like, if you're performing on stage, every move has to be, like, huge yeah. to actually register on the. Yeah. yeah. And then. <laughs>
1: hey. How'd it go, guys? Great. Thanks for having us. I don't know. Thanks
0: right. for the show. Thanks, man.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, man. Appreciate it. That's uh, yes, all good. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Still yeah, have the yeah. shakes. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> all you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like chilling in the, the secret area while we oh, still have yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Sorry you didn't get to see it. Oh, <laughs> oh, a, no, I'm no, a little bit no, right. of it. Wow. But, uh,
0: it's not like you have a podcast festival to run or anything. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, we're recording. Sorry, we we're just doing a little wrap up oh. of our experience. So is it okay if you're on this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. These guys killed it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's as far that's as I exactly know, exactly what I was looking for. This <laughs> rocket podcast. Yeah, it's the best around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah, you bet. Um. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, good job, guys. Yeah. Let's go, let's gotten not be nervous anymore. <laughs> More Sprocket Podcast will be in your ears soon. Thank you again for being a listener, and we will see you next time.